I cried to God with my mouth, and high praise was on my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. But truly, God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Psalm 66, verses 17 through 19. In my early days of uh, reading the Bible on a daily basis, um, when I came upon uh, Psalm 66, uh, I fixed on this word cherished. Uh, in the NIV, it's if I had cherished sin in my heart, iniquity is the same thing. If I had cherished sin in my heart, and I said, wow. And this kind of reminded me, uh, in the Lord of the Rings, there's this character, this uh, slithering character named Gollum. And Gollum cherishes the ring. The ring represents all earthly power, uh, incredible power, and he can't help himself. And he cher- and it basically distorts him and turns him into a mini monster. Uh, uh, and But anyway, the word... Uh, really uh, just jumped off the page. You mean uh, we don't sort of keep sin at arm's length and we kind of run from it? No, we embrace it and cherish it. That's very, that's a a kind of a a thought that doesn't, I think, enter many people's minds thinking of cherishing sin, but that's what we do. It's actually a little bit of a haunting thought when you apply it to some of the New Testament writing where John in his letters uh, to the church, um, the epistles, uh, speaks that love of God uh, means that you're not going to love the world. And he's not referring there to people, but to the systems, those things that uh, have stronghold and embedded sin. And um, it's a bit disheartening with that because uh, so many times I do love the world. I, I am fascinated by the things of the world and um, actually want them for myself. And there's a whole constant process of uh, being crucified in Christ, something that was already done for us, but something that we participate in, an ongoing sanctification process. And so it is haunting to think about this idea of cherishing sin, that uh, you actually start to want it. There's a, a lust after it, and it becomes a strong desire in our heart. If a metaphor for who we are is a, a fortress, uh, the enemy has attacked, but even worse, the enemy may be within. Uh, so you go to uh, uh, Matthew 15 and Mark 7, and uh, Jesus talks about the condition of the human heart. Uh, and the human heart, uh, is where all really iniquity comes out of, not the mind. The, it, it informs the mind. It pollutes the mind. It gets the mind to rationalize uh, the uh, that which we want and and kind of desire like Gollum, cherish. Uh, we, we come up with reasons for it. It's exactly what Adam and Eve did. Uh, they didn't reason after they had um, sinned. They rationalized. Uh, they came up with good reasons for doing a bad thing. And that's the ongoing battle in us is, uh, Paul says, we have a foot in Adam and a foot in Christ. Uh, our foot in Adam holds on to the fleshly desires. Our foot in Christ aspires to what God wants to do. Uh, he says to the church in uh, Galatia that 
the flesh wars against the things of the spirit. And so there's this inner battle going on. And I think the prayer every day is, Lord, more of your spirit and less of me in this final move.